Hare Krishna devotees and Abhat Pranam, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have Her Grace, Jayashri Mataji. Today Mataji will enlighten us on famous Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 14, Verse 1. Hare Krishna Mataji, please take over the call. Oh, okay. Yeah, you usually talk about your conference first, so I thought I had a minute or two. Okay, good morning everyone. Hare Krishna. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. All glories to Sri Guru and Sri Guranga. Welcome to the beautiful Srimad Bhagavatam class. Shri Vrindavan Dham Kijai, Navadvip Dham Kijai, 
Gandamaya Kijai, Jamunamaya Kijai, Bhakti Devi Kijai, Srimati Tosi Devi Kijai, Samaveda Bhakti Vinay Kijai. All glories to the Asama devotees, all glories to the Asama devotees, all glories to the Asama devotees. All glories to Sri Guru and Sri Guranda, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. I please request the devotees to please mute. Sounds like someone is sleeping and snoring. It's probably better to give a class without that noise. So if that could happen, that would be great. <laughs> okay, someone is snoring. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. <laughs> There's only five of us on the call. I wonder if the person whose name is restricted. Can can the um the administrator mute everybody? Pooja, can you yes, mute? can you mute the people? Yes, that would be great, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You want me to read the Shansu Slok Matri? Oh, yeah, please. I just was liking the administrator to mute everybody. It's a very long sloka. Yeah. Just uh, read. Bhagavata, 14.1. Saho Vacha Esa Esa Dehatma Maninam Sattva Diguna Vishesha Vikalpita Pushala Pushala Sama Vahara Varabhute Nasa Indriya Avarna Tas Durgasava Dasugame Nyapatita Ishvarasya Bhagavato Vishnur Vashya Nirvantirya Mamaya Jiva Lokoya Yathavani Yathavani Paraha Padehanish Yes, it was very long. Um, who who is the administrator on the call? Is it Pooja? Hare Krishna Mataji. Shamalasika Mataji, only you can mute Prabhuji. Actually, I'm not hosting today, no? Okay, Shamalasika. So you can only mute. Just mute everybody with me, please. Yeah, yes, Mataji. The restricted is probably the person who's snoring. Did you mute that one? No. Pooja uh, Mataji, what you... Yes, Mataji, uh, you have to... Ha, Mataji, uh, you have to select uh, Prabhuji's call for two seconds. Then you get the option, mute or unmute. Oh, I'm not joining from app, Mataji. Okay. okay. Do you want to drop down? As a host, then you can join the host if you want. 
Of those who foolishly take the body to be the self. Sattva Adi of Sattva Raja Tama Guna by the modes. Vishesha particular. The Kalpita false constituted. Falsely constituted. Kusala sometimes by favorable action. Akusala sometimes by unfavorable actions. Samavara Bahara by a mixture of Vinimita obtained. Vivaha various types. Deha Avalini by the series of bodies. Yoga Samyoga Adi symbolized by giving up one type of body the yoga and accepting another samyoga anadi samsara anubhasya of the perception of the beginningless process of transmigration davara utena existing as the doorways sat indriya Rajina by the six senses, the mind, the five knowledge-acquiring senses, namely the eyes, the ears, the tongue, the nose, and the skin. Question on that. Durga Ajnavat. Like a path, it's very difficult to transverse. Game being difficult to pass through. Adva, Advani on the path in the forest. Apatita happened. Isvarya of the controller. Bhagavata, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Vishnu of Vishnu. Vasavatimya acting under the control of Mayaya by the material energy. Shivaloka, the condition, the identity. Ayam, this. Yata, exactly like. Vanika, a merchant. Sa, uh, Artha, having an object. Artha, Parha, Parha, one who is very attached to money. Svadeha, Ispadita, performed by his own body. Karma, the fruits of activities. Anubhavi, yeah. 
who experiences samsena vat as like an inauspicious cemetery or place of burial. In the forest of material life. Gataha having entered na not. Ajya api until now. Vipalaha, vipalala. Unsuccessful. Banu yoga, full of great difficulties and varieties of miserable conditions. Whose activities here in the material world. Tat, manim, justifies the miseries of the forced of material life. Hari, Guru, Charan, Aravinda to the lotus feet of the Lord and his devotee. Madhukara Anupadyavim, the road followed in pursuance of devotees who are attached to gained. Okay, it doesn't look like she's able to which was who's you gonna come back on as an administrator? Hare Krishna Mataji. I tried to mute but um said it is going to mute everyone. So Okay. Yeah. If I give you the host code then you can join with host code and then okay. I can mute other ones. That in that case you will not be muted. Okay, how do I do that? Go out and come back in? Yeah. I will send you the host code. Well, how are you going to send me the host code? In your WhatsApp group, yeah, on your WhatsApp. Is it just a, a code? Okay, yeah, let's do that because... And do you know who this person is? Uh, I guess... Um, Mahesh Prabhu? Prapuja Mataji, can you see who he is? It just says restricted. Yeah, that is Mahesh Prabhu, yeah, because he's a doctor on call all the time, so. Okay, so maybe someone can let him know that he should yeah. meet time. It's quite a disturbance. I mean, I'm sure he's probably a little loud for a class. So I'm going to go yeah. off. I'm going to go off and then back on. Yeah, send you the host code, so please check in. Yeah, okay. Right. Figure out how to get out of here. But I sorry for the disturbance. Oh no! Well, you can't do anything about it. How do I get out? You can disconnect to the phone. Uh, join again with host code. That's my problem. Oh, disconnect complete. I see. I see. Got it.
wouldn't let me do it. Um, when I when I as a host, it took me to a, a meeting where I was the only one. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll just he'll he'll have to be the back. Unless someone has his phone. But uh, you can now uh, press star and five button. Press what? Star five. On what? I'm on my computer. Okay, then I will I will try. Yeah. Let's uh, you please uh, start. Uh, yeah, yeah. Class, then I will. I'll just check. It's okay. Translation. When King Pariksit asked Sukadev Goswami about the direct meaning of the material forest, Sukadev Goswami replied as follows, Dear King, a man belonging to the mercantile community, Vanik, always interested in money. Sometimes he enters the forest and acquires some cheap commodities like wood and earth and sell them in the city at good prices. Similarly, the conditioned soul, being greedy, enters this material world for some material profit. Gradually, he enters the deepest part of the forest, not really trying to get out. The material, the pure soul, Conditioned by the material which is created by the external under the control of Lord Vishnu. Thus, the living entity comes under the control of the external energy. Mataji, everyone is muted. Yes, Mataji. Now everyone is unmuted, right? No, everyone is muted, including Jayashree Mataji also. So, 
how you are not unmuted then? Well, Mataji, actually I select uh, uh, my uh, option now, there uh, the option. Uh, uh, can you see the uh, three dots uh, near to your name? Mataji, I, I didn't join with app. I, didn't, I joined ah, with actually, app. Actually, Jayashree Mataji can mute herself by uh, selecting that speaker and then it gave the options mute and unmute. So... Can you give, uh, can I give you Jashri Mataji's WhatsApp number so you can call her? And I have, I have, her. I have. Let me call her. I have her number. Yeah. Yes, uh. Still, uh, please, uh, one more time, please share her number. Yeah. And after this call, please guide me how to install app. Then I will uh, install my app also and then we can help you next day. Yes, Mataji, I will guide you. Now, you can hear me now, right? Yes, Mataji. Yes, Mataji. Okay, I couldn't find my screen. It had the picture of everybody. It disappeared somehow. Okay, so so now I can speak, and he's re he's muted. Mm, that's okay. good. Yeah, Hare Krishna. Okay, thank thank you. you for figuring out, Mataji. Okay, you don't have I to mute Pooja yourself. Mataji was, uh, I just yeah. Pooja, Mataji was about to call you, and like, didn't know how how to do, but. You figure it out. Thank you for that. Thank you very much. And and someone let him know so he can keep himself muted whenever he's on a call if he's tired. Yes, but I was calling him, but he, since he's sleeping, he let, so he's not yes. taking the phone. Yeah. But I mean, when he's not sleeping, let him know. So later, yeah. <laughs> call him later. Yeah. Thank you. Very okay. Sorry. Gradually, he enters the deepest part of the forest, not really knowing how to get out. Having entered the material world, the pure soul becomes conditioned by the material atmosphere which is created by the external energy under the control of Lord Vishnu. Thus the living entity comes under the control of the external energy, Daivi Maya. Living independently and bewildered in the forest, he does not attain the association of devotees who are always engaged in the service of the Lord. Once in the bodily conception, he gets different types of bodies, one after another, under the influence of material energy and impelled by the modes of material nature, sattva-guna, raja-guna, tamo-guna. In this way, the conditioned soul goes sometimes to the heavenly planets, sometimes to the earthly planets, sometimes to the lower planets and lower species. Thus, he suffers continually due to different types of bodies. These sufferings and pains are sometimes mixed. Sometimes they are very severe, and sometimes they are not. These bodily conditions are acquired due to the conditioned soul, mental speculation he uses his mind and five senses to acquire knowledge and these bring about the different bodies and different conditions using the senses under the control of the external energy maya the living entity suffers the miserable conditions of material existence 
He is actually searching for relief, but he is generally baffled. Although sometimes he is relieved after great difficulty. Struggling for existence in this way, he cannot get the shelter of pure devotees, who are like bumblebees, engaged in loving service at the lotus feet of Lord Vishnu. Such a heavy verse. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. The most important information in this verse is Hari Guru Charana Aravinda Mandukara Anupadambi. In this material world, the conditioned souls are baffled by their activities and sometimes they are relieved after great difficulty. On the whole, the conditioned soul is never happy. He simply struggles for existence. Actually, his only business is to accept the spiritual master, the guru. And through him, he must accept the lotus feet of the Lord. This is explained by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Guru Krishna Prasad Paya Bhakti Lata Bij. People struggling for existence in the forest or cities of the material world are not actually enjoying life. They are simply suffering different pains and pleasures, generally pains that are always inauspicious. They try to gain release from these pains, but they cannot, due to ignorance. For them it is stated in the Vedas, Tadvigyanathayan Svagurum Eva Bhichet. When a living entity is lost in the forest of the material world in the struggle for existence, his first business is to find a bona fide guru who is always engaged in the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead Vishnu. After all, if he is at all eager to be relieved of the struggle for existence, he must find a bona fide guru and take instructions at his lotus feet. In this way, he can get out of the struggle. Since the material world is compared herein to a forest, it may be argued that in Kali Yuga, modern civilization is mainly situated in the cities. A great city, however, is like a great forest. Actually, city life is more dangerous than life in the forest. If one enters an unknown city without a friend or shelter, living in that city is more difficult than living in a forest. There are many big cities all over the surface of the globe. And wherever one looks, he sees a struggle for existence going on 24 hours a day. People rush about in cars, going 70 or 80 miles an hour, constantly coming and going. This sets the scene of the great struggle for existence. One has to rise early in the morning and travel in that car at breakneck speeds. There is always the danger of an accident and one has to take great care. In his automobile, the living entity is full of anxieties. 
and his struggle is not at all auspicious. Apart from, apart from human beings, other species like cats and dogs are also struggling very hard day and night for existence. Thus the struggle for existence continues and the conditioned soul changes from one position to another. For a while he is a child, but he has to become a boy. From a boy he has to change into a youth, and from a youth to manhood and old age. Finally, when the body is no longer workable, he has to accept a new body in a different species. Giving up the body is called death, and accepting another body is called birth. The human form is an opportunity to take shelter of the bona fide spiritual master and through him the Supreme Lord. This Krishna consciousness movement has been started to give an opportunity to all of the members of the human society who are misled by foolish leaders. No one can get out of the struggle for existence which is full of miseries without accepting a bona fide devotee of the Lord. The material attempt changes from one position to another and no one actually gains relief from the struggle for existence. The only resort is the lotus feet of the bona fide spiritual master and through him the lotus feet of the Lord. Wow, such a heavy verse and purport. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasai Bhutale Srimati Bhaktivedanta Swamini Tinamini Namaste Saraswati Devi Gorbani Pacharini Nirvisesha Sunivari Pashtacha Deshtatari Om Agana Timurandasya Gananjana Salakaya Chakshuran Militamyena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha we're born in the darkness of ignorance, but our spiritual masters kindly opening our eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. So we offer our respectful obeisances unto the lotus feet of such spiritual masters. Well, so for me, this verse is very heavy, and the purport is just as heavy. It just is so, I don't want to say negative, but it's just so real. It really puts us to see our situation. It is a world somehow or other we've come here and the whole thing is just about struggling. And even the things that people think are pleasurable are also just part of the struggle for existence. Nobody is happy. I mean, you really can't tell people that too much, but the fact is, is we're miserable so much, and everybody's miserable so much, all the living entities. And this verse and purport really open that up to your purview. There's no... no relief until it talks about the pure devotees and the bona fide teacher, the bona fide spiritual master. 
who comes to open the eyes of the living entity and give them a shelter and a connection with Krishna. And it's true. The poor, bewildered souls are just going through life and suffering one calamity after another with no relief in sight, not even knowing there's relief, and trying material situations to relieve their suffering. And it's hopeless. In this most difficult time, there's so many catastrophes. But it's stated in the version and the purport that these sufferings are continual as long as we are in the material world. That there's no shelter materially. It's hopeless. Just the, that's the only thing I could think of when I read this yesterday. I was doing tours up at the palace and I was, you know, thinking, okay, Bhagavatam class, some wonderful verse. And I started, I started reading this. Uh, I read the whole introduction of this chapter. And then I read this verse and I read the purport and it was almost depressing. It was like, oh my God, this is terrible. What a, what a terrible awakening. So, uh, but the hope is that the meeting the pure devotees, meeting the spiritual masters. And then there's, then there's a way to get out of suffering. So, uh, It's not only the humans that are suffering. We see the, the struggle for existence going on with, with everyone. I mean, we take it for granted. We just had a storm here, and there's trees falling over, trees that have been growing for probably 20, 30 years. And you see the, the base of their roots are, are laying on the ground. You know, the tree is going to die. But we're not thinking like that. That is a living entity that's taken birth in the body of a tree and has lived for so many years. Now all of a sudden a big windstorm comes and, wow, falls over and is going to die. You know, we see dead bugs all the time. They're going about their life with their little uh, friends or family or whatever they do and, and looking for things to eat and drink and flying around. And then, you know, the next day they're like this, dried up body but like like the yaksha and he was questioning Yudhisthira what is the most amazing thing the most amazing things is we see death around us all the time but we don't think it's going to happen to us and until we get into that I remember Prabhupada years ago saying one should keep these calamities and death always in the purview because otherwise we have the natural tendency to ourselves look for enjoyment and fun and <coughs> excuse me the next pleasurable <coughs> experience but we always want to be aware that we're in the forest of material existence and you know suffering is just around the corner we're always suffering. The body is suffering. Just being here is suffering. Who can deny it? 
but sometimes I mean we don't see it all the time and maybe it's maybe it's Krishna's mercy that it won't we don't see it all the time like we don't see our last bodies our last lives and that's that's the mercy of Krishna on a living entity because it would be difficult to, to see the suffering we lived through so we're here but we have the good fortune to have met a bona fide spiritual master we have met and come in contact with the great souls the the movement of Lord Chaitanya all the Goswamis all the the devotees from the past in his pastimes and the devotees from the past Nartandas Thakur and before that all the different great souls and their teachings we've we've found an oasis somehow or other if by mistake we we give up that oasis thinking oh well whatever this is not fun all the time or I'm suffering anyway or uh, the austerities of this is too much or you know if we give up then we go right kind of back into the we dive back into illusion but then we realize that we're suffering and there's no hope and then we come back into the association of devotees and try and dive back into our spiritual life the best thing is to just keep going right even if we're going slowly if we're not able to uh, Nandan Swami was here to this week and then we had a 24-hour kirtan and I wasn't unfortunately able to attend much of his seminar because my brother and his wife came and it took up most of one of my days and anyway but but he was talking about having certain you can actually see it on YouTube it's definitely worth listening to it just helps solidify and give direction to our japa and the mood and the attitude with which we should do it and the process of being conscious while we're doing it not just doing it to get it done or get it done as fast as we can because we have to um, I was thinking myself one day if I only had four rounds to chant I could probably chant them with much more attention but what happens with me is I get so many things on my plate that my rounds become something that I have to get done and so I don't always chant I mean I wonder if I ever chant with with full attention and the consciousness that I'm actually chanting Krishna's name and calling out to Krishna to you know like Prabhupada says like a, a a child for his mother my dear Lord please engage me in your service I've fallen into this material creation and I'm suffering please 
please save me. Am I chanting like that or am I just chanting to get it done and hear as much as I can? No. So this, this Japa retreat was really helpful because we have a tendency to forget that our chanting should be really consciously done. And then what to speak of the ten offenses, you know. But it's not from what from what it seems to me that he said and from what Prabhupada has said, it's not that we give up chanting our sixteen rounds. Because the the holy name, even if it's chanted by a person who has no idea what it is or if they do it in a mockery, there is some benefit. So we don't want to commit offenses, but at the same time, we're supposed to follow the instruction we've been given by our spiritual master, and that's to chant 16, at least 16 rounds. And we hear in the past different Devotees, like I believe Bhakti Siddhanta Maharaj, his disciples, unless they were doing a lot of preaching, were chanting more rounds, 32, 64, you know. It's, it seems that we have become conditioned by the time. Where everything, I mean, I, these materialistic people have made a society and somehow or other they think it's progress but it doesn't seem to me to be progress so now they've given up talking to people in person you call whatever your bank or this person that organization and you get like all these animated voice message push one for this push two for that and then you have to have all this other information, uh, your account number, your password, your, you know, it's like you're on the phone for like a half an hour just trying to talk to somebody about what you need. And then they might pass you on to somebody else. It used to be that you picked up the phone, you called your bank, you talked to the teller, and you said this. And they looked at your account and they said, yes, this, 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 that. And now it's like, has this really made it easier? It doesn't seem to me that it has. It's so frustrating sometimes. And then you get disconnected and then nothing happens and they gave you the wrong information because they didn't really know. It's like the society that's been created that we live in has become very complicated. Now, Prabhupada, his way might seem like austerity to us because we're used to living in this rat race. But, you know, live in the temple, just do devotional service, go to the morning program, and don't worry about anything else. It used to be that everyone lived in the temple and that's how everyone lived. And and you can, you know, I mean, of course in some cases it's because ISKCON was so new 
there wasn't money to help people with uh, medical things and you know I mean it, it was at a time very restricted as far as facilities go but now like you come to New Vrindavan you live in the ashram you have a big room there's furniture it's all brand new there's an AC you need to go to town there's rides to town you get meals three times a day that someone else cooks that are free you go down to the temple there's a beautiful temple room full of devotees um, having class the deities are dressed with beautiful outfits festivals are going on around you you know you're not worried about your car payment your house payment utility bills you know it is simple living and high thinking so instead of spending our time trying to accumulate more and more to have a bigger house more cars more vacation we want to simplify our life so that we have time to actually take advantage and and believe me here I'm preaching to myself too to take advantage of the great opportunity that ISKCON is offering the many many thousands of wonderful programs preaching that's going on YouTube's uh, Facebook classes and, and temples festivals association of thousands of devotees I mean can you imagine when we first started I moved into the temple there was Govindadasi, Gorsindar, and Balabhadra. That was the temple. There was no deities. There was one Bhagavad Gita that was that first Bhagavad Gita Prabhupada put out. There was no festivals. You know, it's like there was very, very little. And in a way it was nice we spent the day chanting um, you know cooking prashadam with consciousness it's the consciousness we're trying to develop Krishna consciousness it's not how many things we can do for Krishna only it's the consciousness with which we do it and I remember myself years ago spending hours doing a service sewing a bead bag for somebody you know with concentration listening to classes of Prabhupada and just being having I had no worries I had no job I had no bills I had no taxes I had no car payments I had no house payments insurance uh, medical insurance you know you get like whoa you get overloaded with all these things and you don't have time so you're rushing through your service trying to get it done without much consciousness so to wake up to the fact that we need that the most 
and that our service to our spiritual master and to Krishna are actually our lifeline. Our job and our money and our house are not our lifeline. Our lifeline is Krishna, the spiritual master, the service, association of devotees, hearing and chanting with with great attention and in and intention. Those are our lifeline. So we want to be careful. This particular verse and purport to me were like kind of like someone telling me I had cancer and was going to die in a week. It was like, whoa, what a wake-up call. Because we forget. Even if we're living at the temple in an association of devotees, we, we can forget how serious it is. I was noticing during the festival just so many people sitting for so long just having conversations now, were they talking about Krishna consciousness? Were they talking about the holy name? Were they talking about the spiritual master or their service? Or were they talking about Gramyakata, the village talk? Oh, this person is like this, and they're marrying this person. They had this child, and they're, you know, I went shopping, and I made this kind of cake, and that, that, that. It's so easy for us to get into. But, you know, we have to keep our our focus on the goal because the fact is is we actually can die at any minute we don't know and we we know it we don't want to think about it of course but it's a fact so we want to always keep our consciousness on krishna and that direction and that's why we live in the Association of Devotees. That's why we have Bhagavatam class. That's why we chant our rounds. And we're just, you know, hoping for the, the mercy of Krishna. Not everyone's going to do what some of these great souls can do. Radhana Swami, Indra Swami, traveling all over the world, giving three classes a day, talking to disciples, chanting with attention, you know, preaching. Not everyone can do that. Some of us are just like the spider in, in Ram's pastimes or the little squirrel. You know, we don't have that ability. But to, to spend as much time with as much consciousness as we can doing service, According to how we see it, we have to. We can't do it someone else's way. We have to do it our way. We have to take up Krishna consciousness according to how we, how Krishna has revealed things to us and how we see things. And we have to be very careful not to criticize someone else because they see it differently. I mean, I have friends that are Prabhupada disciples that spend a lot of time um, watching television or 
talking or, you know, things that you might consider to be just, wow, what are they doing that for? You know, that's just my, uh, I don't do that. You know, it's like we have to be careful. Because then when you talk to this person, they may be talking all about Prabhupada and the service uh, of the flowers they're growing for Srila Prabhupada. You know, they, ha they have that consciousness. They're doing their, maybe they're not putting the, like Prabhupada called it a spiritual bank account. We put money in our bank account. You know, and so we do our service, and that's putting money in our spiritual bank account. So they may not be putting as much money as quickly in their bank account as we are. But who knows what their relationship with Krishna is. I have one friend who's a Prabhupada disciple who's never, you know, talking that he's going to go back to Godhead. He feels he's definitely going to take birth again. And wouldn't it be nice if I could do this? And I hope Krishna gives me this service to do. And I'm really aiming towards being taking birth in this way so I can do this kind of service for Prabhupada. I mean, well, that's, that's wonderful Krishna consciousness. It's amazing to me, actually. So we don't want to think that our way of seeing things and our way of doing things is the right way. And Sachinandan made a comment about Kirtan. And he was says that I previously thought that Kirtan had to be done just this way. This is what Prabhupada wanted. This is how it should be. And the people that don't do it that way, they're not doing it right. Due to some circumstance, and I can't tell you what it was because I didn't really get that, he said I totally changed my outlook. And now I see these people that are chanting, and he may have been referring to the youth, with their way of, you know, carrying out the instruction, are doing just as great a job, and they sh there should be no criticism. He said, I changed my opinion due to some circumstance. So we want to be careful not to criticize, not to find fault, and to carry on our Krishna consciousness with as much intention and consciousness as we can gather. And and pray for Krishna's mercy. And, and pr I, I see why, you know, being an older devotee, you think a certain way about yourself, you think a certain way about newer people, but I always notice that so many of these so-called newer people come and please give me your blessings. And I'm thinking, sure, I can, you know, I can try. I don't know how, but I can try. But then I realize, hey, I need everyone's blessings. I'm not an advanced devotee. You know, when am I going to start saying to people, please give me your blessings? Because it's true. I mean... Without the association of devotees, who knows where I would be? And who's to say that someone that's been around and served Prabhupada directly is any more advanced than the, the, the new person that's just coming, so-called coming into our movement? Maybe they were a Prabhupada disciple in their last life that took birth and is now coming back and going to carry on. 
You know, we, we need everyone's blessings. All right, it's 7, it's 8.20. It's time to stop my talking and uh, I hope that there was something that I said that was helpful. In the purport, Prabhupada said this human form is an opportunity to take shelter of the bona fide spiritual master and through him the Supreme Lord. This Krishna consciousness movement has been started to give an opportunity to all the members of human society who are misled by foolish leaders. Right? So this society was started by a pure devotee. Part of Lord Chaitanya's mission connected with all these other great pure devotees, Bhakti Siddhanta, Bhakti Vinodagar, Gokeshar Das Bhavaji, Jagannath Das Bhavaji, the list goes on, Lord Chaitanya's associates, to give an opportunity to all the members of the human society. So in that mood, we go forward with our day. You know, I was at the doctor's the other day, and I usually just sit there and you know, I don't really talk to anyone. There's all kinds of the, the TVs on with some nonsense, and I try to avoid that. But I was sitting there with this older woman and this younger and her daughter, and we were the only ones in there, and I just thought, well, I'm just going to talk to them. So I had, good morning, how are you ladies, da, da, da. We got into this whole conversation. It wasn't about Krishna. But I remembered that, that Sanat and Goswami on a class that Indra Dumna Swami said, said that Sanat Goswami was such a part of the community around him that he would spend hours and hours, even stay up at night, talking with people about their family, their business. They're not preaching to them, just talking with them. And he, there was such an opportunity that when people when when they saw him, they didn't offer their respects to him. They hugged him. That was the relationship he had developed with them. So while I was talking to these ladies, I was thinking, why am I thinking I have to be separate, that I'm in this consciousness, but they are in that consciousness? So I started talking to them. We were talking about gardening and this and that and then I just said, have you, I just brought in the New Vrindavan. Have you ever been to the, to the palace gardens? They're beautiful, full of rose gardens. We have peacocks. And, you know, one, the one lady said she had, and the other lady said she had. And I said, well, you have to come. It's just so wonderful. And telling them different things, not preaching to them, but just giving them an opportunity to come to our gift shop. And in doing that, you know they're going to have some exposure to the deities and to Prashadam. And, you know, it was just so nice. And then there was another lady that came in. And then I started talking about doTERRA oils because I found out that this other, that the mother had fallen down. She was like 80-something, broken her shoulder and her arm and, you know, all this stuff, she was in a lot of pain, and doTERRA makes a great pain ointment called Deep Blue. So I was talking to her about that. I gave her my card for Deep Blue. 
and uh, you know invited them to come up to the temple and the other lady too so you know now there's three people that are hearing about Krishna consciousness in a very mild way that will probably come up here just to see the rose garden and have the brunch and such and then I went to um, my physical therapist who's helping me with internal organ strengthening kind of thing and somehow or other she was asking me about my birth how many births I had you know um, trying to figure out my body for me help help me and I said I had four children but I only had three and I started telling him I, I lost my daughter at a certain age and dot 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 and she was oh I'm so sad I'm so sorry and I said no it was actually a very positive and spiritual experience and then we got into this whole conversation about Krishna consciousness and my daughter and we spent the whole appointment talking about Krishna consciousness and she told me my son my son has always wanted to go up here up to your place but I've never taken him she said he's somebody that remembers his past lives and stuff she said he's definitely a different child I said oh you should definitely bring in it anyway we got into this conversation and then when I went the next time I brought her all these brochures and it happened the next the other time I went to physical therapy somehow or other I brought up New Vrindavan and one of the the guys who who preps all the people for physical therapy turned around and said yeah my father and I we, he worked up there we used to go up there all the time I and he started talking about the classes or the books and then I brought him some literature the next time you know we want to be like Sanat Goswami we want to be part of the community of people that we live in and give them an opportunity because they, they have no hope all right sorry I kept talking okay if anyone has any questions or concerns or corrections or things to add please do so and Pooja you can or everyone can unmute themselves or they can whatever I request all the devotees if they have any coming for any query please go in and out Hare Krishna, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Thank you so much, Mataji, for this Nectarian class. And thank you so much for sharing about Sachidananda Maharaj's um, class and uh, his tips for chanting, uh, as we always struggle for that. <laughs> and um, thank you so much for sharing the um, your interaction with the, that lady and her son at your medical center. So. That is very very helpful that always talk to people about Krishna consciousness. So thank you. If you have to tell anything more, you can go ahead if you have time. Otherwise, so you can stop here and I request other devotees if you have any question, please ask. All right. 
Looks like no one has anything to add. Yes. Thank you, Mataji. And sorry for the inconvenience which had in the beginning of the class. But oh, uh, I ho share your host code. So next time, uh, so you, uh, from next time, you can join with host code, Mataji. If something happened like that, then you can, you can always mute everyone. Okay. Well, I think it would be wise when the host starts the class, and they, they, you, you used to talk about you know, helping people with job search and all that. Maybe right before the speaker starts, maybe mention, just remind people put to please mute. You know, yes, there's no reason for them to be unmuted while the talk is going on. Because hmm. you, you hear coughing, you hear people banging things, children. You know, everyone should just mute until they have yeah. something to say. That should, if that's the standard, then you don't have this problem. Because even yeah, yeah usually yeah, we, uh, everyone mute the phone, Mataji, but I don't know, Prabhuji left, so he forgot to mute the phone. Usually oh, this thing yeah. doesn't happen, but uh, yeah. I mean, several times that I've given class, I hear kids, uh, you know, mm. talking to parents and, and someone snoring and then coughing and, you know, if, if it's just a standard that everyone mutes, it, and it, I get reminded of you. Otherwise, you know, it's hard to remember. Yeah. I find the yeah, same will, I will call him. Yeah. Well, not just him. Everybody just for yeah. any It's just yeah. like, okay. I well, will give a reminder also. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very good. So everyone have a Thank wonderful you. day and uh, happy chanting. And uh, yes, you know, don't, don't ever become discouraged. Just do your best and see how Krishna helps us. Prabhupada said, Krishna wants us to go home more than we want to go home. We take one step towards Krishna. He takes ten towards us. So we have to believe we don't have that right now, that relationship with Krishna, where we're his friend and he's talking with us and so many things. We're still in the forest of material life. And we need to hear from these great devotees how Krishna is, his personality, how caring he is. You know, this whole world, most people are in great ignorance about God. Uh, God is dead. God is bad. He's, why is he doing this to all of us? They don't have the right idea. When you hear from someone who actually has a relationship, you won't hear them saying that. Because, you know, we're all so still um, covered over. So we need to hear how great God is. Prabhupada talks about it all the time, how great God is, Krishna. and But also how good he is and how caring and loving and those things, those need to be reinforced so that we want to run forward. So, um, anyway, have a wonderful day, and I hope to meet you all. I do, I do have people coming through here saying, "Oh, Mataji, I'm on the call." So I'm happy to have your association, and I can also use <laughs> blessings. <laughs> so have a wonderful day. Yeah, Mataji, see how you are 
giving all the your great association to everyone they are so happy with your classes and everything thank you thank you for being on our call and giving your valuable association did you all see the the outfit of Radha Vrindavan Chandra on Saturday and Sunday the two spectacular yes, Mataji, they were so stunning Mataji, so just stunning all our outfits just amazing outfits amazing amazing Amazing. Yeah. All right. So lots of Everything was so beautiful. I shared on the Harinam group, so everyone can see that. Yeah. Okay. Every day I share my Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Krishna. Krishna, everyone. Thank you. Krishna, everyone. Sorry, sorry, I started the prayer. Very nice class, Mataji. Thank you so much. You're welcome, everybody. Until we meet again, Hare Krishna. Oh, okay, very good. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see you then. All right, Hare Krishna. All right, Hare Krishna.